Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. This is Nick Page visiting from the Portrait Session Podcast. And today I wanted to come on and talk a little bit about photographing meteor showers. Um, at the time of recording this, we have a meteor shower coming up. So I thought it was the perfect time following my astrophotography photo taco to come on and talk a little bit about how to shoot a meteor shower. So obviously a lot of the same things are going to apply from shooting the night sky to shooting a meteor shower, but there's definitely some key differences. The first thing is it requires a little bit more research. You're going to need to know which direction the, the meteors are going to be coming from. Uh, you can't just like point your sky, point your camera at the sky and, and guess or hope because uh, once you pick your composition, you're going to be kind of committed to it because they don't happen, you know, every second. They, they're several minutes in between. So you're going to be t committed time-wise. So you want to get it right. You can go get on Google and just do a little bit of research and find out uh, where the radiant point is. It's called the radiant point, And that's where all these meteors are going to be coming from. So typically, they're going to give you a location that is in the form of a constellation. So in, unless you're super familiar with your constellations and you can point them all out, you're going to need an app for that. <laughs> At least I do. So what I use is I use Google Sky or Google Sky Map, I believe is the name of it. And I can just go out in the field, open up my smartphone and scan the sky and I can find the exact location that I'm looking for. That way I know where to point my camera. Um, a piece of gear that you're going to need is you're going to need an intervalometer. And the reason for that is because you're going to be taking hundreds, if not thousands of pictures throughout the night. Um, the, the meteors don't happen all that often. So you're going to have to take lots of photos and you're going to be taking them back to back to back to back to back. So rather than just standing there with your finger on the shutter release, go ahead and get either an intervalometer or a remote cable release. Put your camera into continuous shooting mode. Most remotes will have like a lock position on their shutter release. You mash it down, lock it into position, and then it's going to take a photo every chance that it can. Or as soon as it's available to take a photo, it's going to take another photo. That's going to save your finger from having to stand out there all night with your, your finger on the button. Now, as far as settings go, it's slightly different than shooting like the Milky Way or something. And the reason it's different is because you want your meteors to be brighter than the stars. You want there to be some contrast. You want the meteor to really stand out from the stars. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to use your same high ISO and you're going to shoot with a wide open aperture just like you normally would. But the difference is you're going to use a shorter shutter speed. That way your stars don't have as much time to soak in and get bright. But if a meteor happens, you still have that high ISO and you're going to have that nice contrast and the, the meteor is going to be nice and bright and, and really stand out from the rest of the image. So my typical settings are going to depend on the lens and the focal length that I'm, I'm using. But let's say I'm shooting with a 16 millimeter lens. Um, my, my settings are typically going to be something like ISO 5000. Um, at f2.8 because that's as wide as that particular lens can go. And then instead of doing a 25 or a 30 second exposure, I might shorten that all the way down to like a five second exposure. That way when a meteor happens, it's going to be much, much brighter 
than the ambient stars, than all the other stars. That way it's going to really, um, really pop off of the background. And so once I get set up and I get my radiant point and I know where I'm going to be pointing my camera, I've got my composition. Hopefully I've got something fairly interesting in the foreground. I'm going to focus to infinity. I'm going to zoom in on a star, make sure that I've got nice, perfect focus. I'm going to lock down my cable release and just start taking pictures. And I'm going to shoot the exact same composition for the entire night, most likely, because I want to be able to hopefully I will catch, you know, 10 or 15 meteors throughout the evening. And then I'll be able to composite them all together into one image in Photoshop. And what's cool about shooting that same composition all night long is that you're, all these meteors are going to be coming from the same general direction throughout the night. And it, it really makes for a cool photo when you composite them all together. All right, well, that just about does it. Hopefully this has helped you in some way. If you do get a shot of the meteor shower coming up, um, make sure you go over to the Photo Taco Facebook page and share that image. Um, I'd love to see what you guys are making out there. And if you have any questions, go on over and, and shoot us a question there, as well as give us some ideas for future shows. Thanks so much. Thanks for your download, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of improved photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a permission is earned. Olay!